All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Green Awning. I'm here with uh, golf course superintendent David Eichhorn, myself, head PGA professional Jay Gianetto here at the uh, pro shop under the green awning. We, we have a – we're a day late, number one. Dollar short. It's been a busy few days, though. We've had uh, our first couple of events. Yeah. We had, yeah uh, Sunday was – Sunday we had a little best shot. We had our ABCD best shot. No controversy. No, not really. Um, ABC best shot was Sunday. We ended up with 42 players for that event, which was fantastic. Yep, good. Um, appreciate everybody coming out and participating in that event. We ended up with uh, Monday Night League kicked off on Monday. Not so good. We're going to get into more of the details of that. Not great. Um, and then we, we had our opening ladies mixture. Mixer. Mixer. And uh, we appreciate all the ladies coming out. We've had to operate a little bit differently with these events, you know, trying to utilize the yard and the chairs and the veranda. And it, it, it just would be nice if the weather would. And it's uh, 50 degrees and blowing. Cooperate. And cloudy yeah. and misty. and Hopefully we're getting out of that, though. Well, we'll see. I think we've got about another week. Another week of a lot of rain potential. But Some moisture. It's going to be June. It's gonna be June. We haven't seen the sun yet, really. Yeah. So, but let's keep our keep our doppers up, right? You're right, right. I think that's what you told me on Monday. Yeah, you uh, keep that chin up. You got to keep going. Keep you fighting. You keep trotting along. You can't be negative. Got to stay positive. Stay mm -hmm. positive until you're negative. Positive, negative. Yeah. Uh, we we do have a special guest uh, today on the podcast with us. We've got Nate Vance. Uh, Nate's plays college golf at uh, University of Loyola, Chicago. Great player. Uh, one of the top few guys that plays out here at Elmwood. Uh, but Nate, for those of you that don't know, he's been doing a, a little bit of extra work for us. Um, he developed a garbage book um, for us in the pro shop. And uh, he's also been working on a new scorecard for us, doing some graphic design type of stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't know the specifics, but uh, it's all coming together. It looks nice. Um, Nate, why don't you, first off, go into how the yardage book business idea developed. I think you're kind of just throwing me on the bus, aren't you? <laughs> well, I came in. I came into the back room, and uh, I go in the back room. Jay's working on his computer, and uh, I look at him. I go, what, what are you working on there? He says, oh, I'm working on a uh, yardage book. I said, hmm, how are you doing that? And uh, so he, he walked me through, you know, what he bought and how he was making it. Was it Google Sheets? It, it looked like it was Google Sheets <laughs> at the time. But no, I, I get on there and then he, he showed me all the details. And then, you know, next day I kind of got a little interested by it and I uh, figured out that it was actually really easy. And I thought maybe I could turn this into an idea. Jay wasn't very happy about that. Stole the idea. No, I, I a little copyright infringement. I actually didn't care because I I struggled to make the yardage book look how I wanted to how I wanted to. I got through about two holes of doing it and it's too much. Packed it in. Yeah, too much. Yeah. But I definitely did. Well, okay, so you you see what I'm doing, you take it and you're like, okay, this this is an opportunity to maybe well, yeah, I just – well, I mean, from playing college tournaments, not every course we go to has yardage books. And I knew that it's expensive to get yardage books made at a golf course. 
Um, so I just looked in the prices on what, what people were charging before and turned it into a little bit more of a tournament style yardage book. And then had my roommate in college throw up, it all, throw up a website for me. And then we just tried to start making yardage books. And right off the bat, um, the Illinois Junior Golf Association and the Western Women's Golf Association ordered some books. But then obviously COVID hit and they all had to get refunded. So, but <laughs> yep, that's, that's how it goes. Uh, so what's the name of the company? It's uh, it's Midwest Yardage Books. Midwest Yardage Books. Okay. And uh, you're going to try to uh, continue to expand. Yeah, absolutely. And grow. And that's, that's kind of, uh, I mean, you had the great idea of, of, of maybe packaging this deal together, yardage book scorecards. And, and Nate's actually uh, working on our new scorecard here at Elmwood Country Club. Yeah. Um, a lot of different things happening on the golf course, and we're trying to get that all onto just a classy-looking card, which is kind of challenging. You know, all the new tee boxes that are going in. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a struggle at first. Uh, you came in, you said, I want a single sheet of paper, <laughs> six by eight inches, with six name spots, five different tee boxes, par, handicap, course ratings. And I, I, I told you, I'm like, this is going to be impossible. That line we need. Yeah. But uh, I, I, th- I think I think we're on to something. I think it looks pretty good. It's a little bit more of a classy look, and I think some uh, – some people are going to be struggling with it at first, but I think they're going to warm up to it. It is a traditional card. Yeah, absolutely. Traditional, absolutely. old school, classy. I think we're there. Um, David, the yeah, the it's all kind of tying everything together. So when we were working on the card the other day, we went out and we went to all the new tee boxes and we started, you know, getting accurate yardages um, for the current forward tees that are out there yeah and then we also have some proposed forward tees that are not finished yet but but they're going to be there and with that you know our our forward tees uh there's definitely been a little shift there you know we're now at around what is it 48 4800 4800 yards from our forward tees um which is very playable i think uh Extremely, extremely playable for um, beginners, mm-hmm. juniors, ladies, seniors, seniors, everybody. Um, but with that shift, we have now transitioned a couple of the pars mm-hmm. because the tees are so far forward that realistically, certain holes cannot be par fives anymore. Um, so with that, our forward tees they're going to be a par 69 now. They went from a 71 par to a 69. The But it's the, the golf course, like I said, is with the four tees is becoming much more playable for, for everybody. What do you think about that? You like it? Oh, I'm ecstatic about it. Ecstatic? You can tell. Like, I'm just overjoyed. Blown away. Blown away. No, it's, it's, it's exciting. Um, you know, we kind of talked about this in the first episode about some of the improvements we're doing and the renovation, restoration, modernization that we're doing with the course, that it's not about, you know, only the low handicaps. We're also trying to modify it for the higher handicaps and, and younger kids and seniors and whatever else. So um, 
I think I've made that a, a priority in every stop that I've, I've gone that we, we cater to those as well. Um, so we are putting in, I would say a little bit more difficult hazards and, and other challenges, challenges is challenge. That's a tough word. Challenge. Challenges. 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 Obstacles. Obstacles. And, uh, and, uh, you know, but we, we make it a little bit easier for them to navigate. Um, you know, we did a little bit of a study at the last golf course. Um, you know, when you get to a, a what the average lady hits yardage-wise, um, what an average senior hits yardage-wise, what an average junior hits yardage-wise, and we kind of modified some of our four tee boxes off of that yardage. And I think we're catering to that as, as well here. Um, the par 69 is just cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. It's just cool. Um, so it's different. Um, and I think that's, I think we're trying to embrace that a little bit, aren't we? Just be a little bit different, a little bit quirky. We're embracing that. Um, be, we're just trying to be us. Be us. Yeah. Yeah. We're not trying to force anything. Just be us. So, you know, I'm all, I'm, I'm all about it. It's cool. With the, uh, with the new card, we've also, done some combination tees. I know that. So what I'm really pumped about is this. Let's, let's talk the, about this. The combo tees? Combo tees. Well, you know, we want to make sure that everybody's able to play the golf course yep. they want to play from where they want to play from. And uh, we have new tee boxes. We have new forward tees. We have new back tees. And um, some of those holes provide different challenges for different players. Correct. And we want to make sure that everybody – is able to play the course the way they want to play it. And that being said, we've created, uh, I guess I'll back up. We're getting new team markers. At some point. Yes. At some point we're getting new team markers and we're making a transition. Once the new card gets out there to uh, a black set mm -hmm. of tees, a white set of tees and, a green, and set. a green set of tees. And within those sets, we're going to have a combination a black white combo and a green white combo. Um, all sets of tees will be rated for men and women. So it's basically you can come out and play the golf course. You choose. Yeah, the way you want to play it. Yeah. We're not going to tell you that, you know, if you're if you're teeing it up from the tips, that if you get to number 10, for instance, with that new back tee, that might be a – Or be number a bit, one. Or number we'll one. Yeah, number, number one. one, yeah. There's certain, certain people probably shouldn't be taking on that challenge. Um, Nate – I saw you out with the group the other day, and there was a young man in your group. We won't we won't <laughs> name names or anything, but yeah, he might have been a little too nervous to maybe be taking on that tee shot. Mm. Yeah, there was a, a larger larger audience than he was used to, and the cars on the right were looking real big, and <laughs> the windshields were in danger. Um, so he he should probably play, be playing from the whites. Uh, I'll make sure to inform inform him that next time. Um, the but. Like I said, the the combo tees is gonna be different. It's gonna be uh, gonna be fun. I think it's also gonna be a great avenue for like some of our juniors to yeah. graduate. Like you know, we want our kids to out here to learn how to play golf, learn how to score, learn how to play well, and not struggle all the time. So they might start at the green tees, right? And then as they're getting better, graduate up to play green yeah. white combo, then yeah. the whites, then white black, and then next thing you know, they're tipping it out all the way around. So. I think it's all exciting. It's all new. 
and at the same time, we're kind of reducing a little bit of clutter, would you say, in a way, you know, minimizing kind of the impact, but keeping the same concept of options. Yes. You know, so I think that's a, um, a highlight of what we're trying to do as well. Um, keeping the golf course clean and good looking while providing, you know, different options of playability. And talk about that a little bit, I think, of the juniors, like, graduating. Kind of what were we tossing around there? Well, you know, I I think it's fabulous. I, I think I – well, we've talked about it. And I would love to see more kids doing that. Yeah, right now we have uh, – some of the back tees are new. Some kids are excited to be – to try them out. And they want to be – they want to be a Nate. Yeah, they want to be like Nate and – Nate, like Nate. Nate didn't get to be. How long Nate. before Nate's documentary? It's got to be. <laughs> we'll stop this episode right here. But but anyway, like you want to learn how to score and play well. Correct. Right? Get the ball in the hole as quickly as possible and as few strokes as possible. And golf's supposed to be fun, and you want to have fun and continue to progress. And if you if you move back a little too soon. It gets it gets tough. It gets challenging and it gets frustrating. So the other part about it too is I think is as kids are getting started, you know, they're playing a lot with their parents. Correct. And you know, talk about when you, me being a parent and taking mm-hmm. kids out there. You know, if they're not playing for the right spot, it, it can get it's daunting. Yes. Long. Yes. So, I haven't graduated from the green yet. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't graduated from the putter. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, but, we'd get one hole done a day. But that's something I think we're going to start pushing a little bit more as, as the year goes on, as the golf course changes and develops, you know, mm-hmm. potentially, um, you know, make sure our juniors know where they need to be playing from and our parents of the juniors help guide them in the right yep. direction. And I think one of our goals too throughout this whole process to be more family focused. So I think everything we're doing is in that direction. So it's exciting, exciting times. I can't wait to see it. When do you think these are going to be produced? Nate? I don't know, Jane, I need to go talk to the print shop and see what kind of paper we want. That's true. You were saying that it's got to be the right. The, 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 I think, right I think the most important piece of it is the paper. Without a doubt. Well, it is. We can go tomorrow. One hundred percent of what the scorecard is printed on. Absolutely. So, we can go tomorrow. If you got the right paper, people will keep that. And it feels good. It feels, it feels good. quality. It's like I was always told. What was this saying? Don't play well, dress well, or something like that. It's kind of like I don't know something. About if that. you look good, you'll play. Yeah, good. look good, uh, feel good, play. I good. think it was like there you go. There so it's like the card. It's like the paper. Yeah, no, it, it's it, it it adds the experience. People the nice put paper. That in their hand, they're like. We didn't even mention the uh, the new updated tips, though. Oh yeah, we we. I haven't got to that yet, Nate. Okay, sorry, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the, I want to get into another deal. You know, Nate's. You know, he's he's a member out here. He's mm-hmm. a good player. He's 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 doing a lot for us from the yards, books, scorecards. But also last week on Thursday, he came in and uh, oh. we had uh, we, we did a little project on hole number nine where we we started to put in the fairway bunkers 
that are going to kind of protect um, the left and right side of that fairway. Restoring. Restoring, yes. The yeah. One, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so Nate was involved with that, as well as uh, was it Cole Davis, Grant Griesel, myself, David. Who else was in there? Uh, Weaver. Todd Weaver. Todd B- Weaver is out. Big um, shout out, Todd Weaver. Um, moving some dirt for us. But yeah, uh, Nate, you were you were a big part of uh, finishing that. Yeah, no, it was a. Uh, I mean, once we got started, I knew we had to finish that left bunker that day. I think he kind of kicked the superintendent out. <laughs> I just we had to get it done. We had to get it done, and I I think it turned out awesome. I think it looks pretty good. It looks good, and it's a it's a good addition to that hole that needed some some form of protection from the guys that had a little longer. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to add a lot. How do you think those two uh, obstacles will impact your decision making? Uh, I mean, I think for the most part, if I'm playing from the tips, it takes driver almost completely out of play because um, that's right where the guys that are playing from the tips usually where they're about they're in their drive. The ball is rolling out kind of at the bottom of that hill, right of those bunkers. So uh, it kind of brings, you know, a three iron, a three wood back into play, leaving yourself an 80 to 110 yard wedge shot into that green, which it makes it a much more difficult hole. So, so it, before those, yep, it was walk off a green, pull driver. You're pulling driver before you even get off. Yeah, the green. yeah, it doesn't even matter. I mean, sometimes, occasionally, if that pin was in the front, I'd maybe hit something. Um, a little shorter to leave myself yeah. more of a full wedge. But as long as the wind wasn't into our face, you could just kind of beat a driver up into that, the bank of that hill, and you just have a little, you know, 15 yard chip shot. Mm-hmm. And the hole was just kind of defenseless. But now it's now it's awesome. And now it's a legit golf hole. So I think it's going to be good. I think that's what, you know, we've talked a lot about this process of strategic play and whatever else. So to actually see it coming. Mm. to fruition you know we saw was the bunker in when we saw cole laying up with an iron yeah he hit an iron yep he hit an iron back there the thing that i like about it is how geeked how geeked were we at that it was good he hit a good shot (laughs) which one oh just just to see somebody have to to think to think put it you know they hit the ball to 85 yards and placed hit a nice shot placed it there and they hit a hit a solid wedge on the green and they're basically what we've done is we've, we've we've taken the long hitter and we've brought them back to where now their second shot is relatively the same as someone that hits it out there, not as far. So kind of leveling the playing field yeah. a little bit, um, you know. But they have options. They, they do. Can, it is. They can do it. That that that's what but. I love. Yeah, that's what I love about it. If there's if I mean if we had a college tournament mm-hmm. or the, the Joe August every year. Yep. I guarantee you will watch kids drive the ball into the bunker over and over and over again. And so it's going to reward course management, which I think is Correct. a really important part yeah. of playing around a golf. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely makes you think as, you know, we, we've always been mm-hmm. a shorter course, right? Mm-hmm. And technology and how, how the equipment has changed how the game is played, right? Yeah. Completely. So to be able to to do things to our golf course to bring some of those shots back, like for instance, you know, you look at number one, and I've heard I've heard people say that it's it's not like you know not not a good tee box. I'll never play it. 
and the new team, the new team. And for me, you know, that's, that's fine. If, if people don't play it, that's fine. But what it, what it has done is it's taken the long hitter and now it's brought that shot, which number one historically should be right. Uh, just short of the top of the hill, blind shot hitting down to a green that slopes away. I mean, that's, that's what that shot's supposed to be. And uh, well, that's just it. First of all, I think it's probably one of I think it is one of the most difficult first greens in the state. Yeah, absolutely. Other than a back pin. Yep. You don't find too many opening greens that are front to back sloped. Yep. Um, now you take on the reverse, I think CRCC to me is probably one of the most difficult opening greens mm-hmm. and state for the opposite reason mm-hmm. back to front. Um, but the whole strategy of that hole is how to navigate that from 100 to 150 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over the hillside. So I like you're saying that the addition of the new T, whereas before guys were trying to navigate that from, you know, I'm trying to navigate it from 150 to whatever, but you might be trying to navigate it from 60 mm-hmm. or 50. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different ballgame. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. It has equaled the playing field in regards. And I, I think that's what I want people to feel free. They don't feel comfortable playing it. When guys go, I will never play that. Field. Good. Great. I, I applaud you. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you haven't, you have a choice. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so, ah, I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's definitely a different look. And I, I love how it's bringing some of those shots back into the round of golf that haven't been there, you know, and uh, it's uh, all these, all these new tee boxes are definitely changing the golf course for the better. And I think it's like, like we said, it's just allowing people opportunity to, to already, to play a good course, an already good course, the way they want to play it. Yeah. Um, we, uh, there's a couple other things I just want to touch base on. Real quick, we you know. Did we get to Nate's question yet about the yardage? Oh, the, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get okay, there. we're oh, still getting there. We we'll still get there. We, we got a plenty long of process to get to that today. Point. Today or tomorrow? No, we'll get there today. Uh, so we've we've had the addition of some areas that I'm going to call native areas. Is that the correct term, or do you? What do you like? Um, you can word it however you like. I suppose native, natural. Natural, no mows. I like natural, natural, natural areas. Natural areas. Okay, so that's what we're um, gonna go with. Natural areas. Natural areas. And um, we, I don't know if we talked about it here. On what the the goal of getting those areas on the golf course are. What's what's the end result? I know we talked about, you know, trying from the standpoint of mowing the rough mm-hmm. the frequency we're gonna be able to take care of and yeah. golf course and all that stuff. Um, yeah, it wouldn't look like it right now, but... No. Well... Yeah, I think... Well, first of all, I think you're looking at... You're looking at it from perspective of um, dollars and cents. You know, how where are we spending our money? On what areas? At what time? Um, you know, obviously, greens and tees are your number one biggest expense on the golf course. And then fairways, and then you look at roughs, and what people don't realize, well, bunkers are uh, 
um, they can get up there as well. But, you know, you look at roughs and people are just like, oh, it's, it's not that big of an expense, but it really is up there in the probably the top three with the amount of man hours and of uh, that you have to spend on labor, number one, to mow it, the pieces of equipment that you have to utilize to mow those areas. Um, so we start looking at it from, okay, what areas on the golf course can we can we reduce uh, maintenance use on? And you guys had started that process on the back nine mm -hmm. before I had gotten here. And so we looked at some areas on the front nine, and there was quite a few areas that we thought we could chip away at. Um, so you look at it from that perspective first. Um you know, this is going to be time-saving, cost-saving. I think it has given us some leeway um, with some reduced man hours to focus on some other areas, other things that we wouldn't normally be working on because those guys aren't mowing these areas. Um, and then we looked at it, too, from some kind of strategy-wise areas as opposed to bunkers or trees and and that sort of thing. So we start looking at areas where we want to remove some trees for turf health and visuals and, and uh, you know, areas that you want to see and, and, and prop up. And the number one rebuttal is going to be like, well, you know, there's no defense then for XYZ player. But then we have these natural areas that might also play in part of the, the strategy and the uh, – different aspects of the golf game. Have you, uh, Nate, have you found any of these areas yet on the golf course? He's too straight up here. I don't, I don't, I don't think so yet. I about caught it on, uh, but it's I think, on seven. I think somebody has. I snapped one on seven, yeah. clipped a tree, about dropped right in it, left yeah. it, left a seven there. You know, they're, they're pretty much for the most part, I feel like. I think they're pretty well in, positioned. In areas that, they, yeah, they're well positioned. That's a good way to put it. The natural areas are well positioned right now. Probably going to continue to evaluate those areas. That's what I area. like about it is it's something that we can continuously evaluate. Yeah. So, you know, going forward in the fall, we'll start mowing down these areas. Um, you know, there's a process of, you know, we'll probably start pre-emerging, um, doing some weed control. We might, if we can get the right tools, thinning them out mm -hmm. a bit. Um and then, you know, you have the ability to to ebb and flow and, and to change those as we go along. So if we start to realize one area is very heavily populated by, you know, people, we can we can change that as easy as we, we want. What do you think our biggest challenge is getting those areas established? Like, because I noticed some of them are coming in. Some of them they, are coming, yeah. Some of the areas, too, it's like, it's almost like... They just flow right into the rough. I don't know if it's people driving through there. It's or gonna what, be, what's there's the, a lot of car traffic issue right now. Yeah. And it could be because they're newer, you know. But, um, yeah, if we could keep, you know, I guess if you notice an area that is intentionally not being mown, that we we try to not drive the carts through them. Yeah. That would that would definitely help once out. they once they get a little more established, it might be easier to definitely for sure. But yeah. some of the areas you can tell that people are for sure zipping right through yeah. there and struggling yeah. to get get going. And we, we've talked about this before. It's just habit. Yep. You know, habit of the we're we're trying we're changing a lot. So 
Um, take some time, but try to be cognizant, I would say, of of your surroundings and and, and notice these areas. And uh, just like the areas that were established on the back nine beforehand, you know, you don't see too much car traffic through those. So we're going through the, the same concept, adding those on the front. And, uh, yeah, just trying to, try to keep cards out of those. Well, I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a quick break here. Um, we're going to come back in a little bit shortly, back with uh, the owner and CEO of Midwest Yardage Books, Nate Vance, uh, along with uh, David Icorn and myself, J.G. Neto. This is the Green Awning, and we will be back shortly. <laughs> 